0: Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and we're here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. So come on out, join us if you can. In person, you can also join us over the phone at 217 217- 217 356 9397, or you can text us at 217 351 5357. The experts are here. Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good
1: morning, Tamara. And
0: Mr. Steve Brown. Good
1: morning. I'm uh, so grateful that you guys attended the show. I thought you'd be over there in the boutique looking at these winter hats, <laughs> scarves, and gloves.
2: I've already done that. Uh, did you?
1: <laughs> Jeannie's got some cool things over there. Oh, Buy one, man. get one half off.
2: Yeah.
0: Really?
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, i got to go back over there.
2: I'd tell you, though, if you need a gift, just come in the store. There's something somewhere. There's so many things to look at. Wow.
1: I know that uh, they just sent an email out, or they're going to send an email out Monday just with some more gift ideas in it. But between some of the candle photos they took, toys, garden photos with some of the tools and the ceramic bird baths and the feeders and the houses, and, oh, what else did they have? Of course, some boutique things in the photo. Uh, Some.
2: Food, so food, yeah, food. just all
1: kinds of good stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah there's just, it, it just needs to do some Christmas shopping. Well, you could spend a day here
1: mm-hmm. Christmas shopping. Yeah, you could get
3: something for everybody here.
2: Including yourself,
0: which is yeah. a
3: good
2: idea. I always do that. I
0: go shopping, and everything I find is just what I've been needing. Well, yeah. And, I, and and then I end up with all this stuff for me, and I can't think of, oh, what do I give other people? I don't want to give away Who? my stuff. <laughs> mm.
1: <Who? laughs> well, you could always just say, well, I would like this so much. I'm sure they would like it too."
0: Well, this is true, Orchid. Could I could just go Prairie Gardens gift card. Prairie Gardens gift card. Prairie Gardens gift card. Prairie Gardens gift card. Throw one this you way, all. honey. Yeah. All right. <laughs> cool beans. Yeah. That's my thank you.
3: I love it because know so, you get what you want. Exactly. So, John, obviously, yeah, you that's... didn't
1: settle on a gift card with your. You said this was some things that you'd like to have, or obviously somebody else would enjoy them too, but you were obviously dropping hints to some of us. So what you got going on here in this cart? I just picked up a little bit of this and that that
3: are exciting to me. First of all, the Phalaenopsis orchid is always a main Gift for me or others we
2: have an amazing selection of orchids right now it, it just it's gorgeous that's all i can say yeah.
1: beautiful well you know as as things start to sell down in christmasville yes. over here and you guys condensed the artificial christmas trees yes. down in the room and brought them forward uh what you did with the blooming plants inside the greenhouse Isn't that crazy filling back in it's drops beautiful. it in gorgeous and the orchid display i mean there's yeah. 24 to 32 feet running of orchids just packed solid. Say, what have you got? Well, 32 feet of orchids. Yeah. Phenomenal. And those are 20 bucks. Yeah. a ceramic pot. In a ceramic pot.
3: And two stems. You're going to have 10 million flowers for weeks and weeks. One of the easiest, by far, orchids to grow. Oh, for sure. Yeah.
1: Even Uh, I can make
2: them bloom for a while.
1: And that fuchsia plum color, I'm not sure what, what do you call it, Mr. Color Man?
2: Mauve
3: plum's yeah, I'll roll good, it plum. but fuchsia, sure it's got these great little, little uh, spots and variations down around the center, which is cool,
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. very pretty, mm-hmm. It is. and classic. Classy.
1: And what do you got in the bottom part of your basket? There, some tools and some well, birding, some outdoor
3: things. Stools. So, you know, this oh, time of year, so cool. you don't want to forget about our friends, the birds.
2: Oh, for sure, not in a lot of different ways. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. This is so cool. I can't stand it. Isn't that it. cute? Yeah.
3: It's like a little woven uh out of rush birdhouse and it looks like a little tiki hut on top.
2: It's a roosting pocket. Yeah.
1: A little mai tai piña colada <laughs> yes. on the side for the birds. Yeah. Yeah, so this like is you're on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> this was a house. I'd roost house in so. there if I fit, <laughs> absolutely. you know.
2: That's just yeah. That's just but cozy. Cindy got in a just
1: a really nice selection of birdhouses oh and feeders filling it back up just in time for the Christmas gift. So, so much yeah. Fun. Yeah. Incredible selection.
3: I like that because this really has that na- look of nature where it, it will really just does. kind of nestle in. and yeah, it really and, does. and that's what birds do. They they yeah. kind of hide themselves. Yes. So yeah. A roosting perfect.
2: pocket. And and we have material. There's little packets of material that birds could use for roosting, you know, to pack their... Really? Yeah. It looks like soft little stuff, you know, that you could, like, you'd be stuffing a pillow. Soft. Oh. Yeah. It's like cotton so fiber, they'll, they'll, fiber they'll material. They'll pick yeah. the pi- fibers out of it and use it to, it just, there's just a nice selection in the birding area. This can is a, just so much fun. Can
0: I just, just uh, oh, I need to, the braiding on the bottom of this. Isn't that the cool? The weaving. Yeah. It's just so well done. Well, it's that's, really beautiful. It's 10 bucks.
1: That's really a nice value what a fabulous
2: gift yes for someone and their bird friends yes and then what is this other bird feeder
0: and that this is have? just
3: a, a more traditional wren house but uh it's made of cedar so you know how that ages outside and looks turns gray and so pretty yeah and
1: That's easily nice. can easily be cleaned out remove the back compartment uh, clean yeah. out the debris and
2: it, oh, I see. It, okay. It yeah. really is I'm important to remember birds in the wintertime because, you know, we spend all growing season feeding them and watching them, letting them play in the water. But it's really important to keep that up in the wintertime if you've, if you've trained them, as it were, to come and live at your house.
3: Absolutely, because yeah. winter is the time so when it's, they they it's, need it's, the food the most. Yeah,
2: it's rough on them. Yeah.
3: Absolutely.
2: So keep a water source if you can. Water source.
3: source and... uh, we have... Great heaters that you can put in your water. A bird bath source, heater. Now, you know.
2: It doesn't actually make the water warm. No. It actually just keeps it open. Yeah,
3: it yes. keeps the hole open. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Does it run on batteries? Nope. Oh, okay. It's so too many, legs too legs many legs right watts in. to be able to handle it on batteries. Okay. So yeah. Plugs you have to in. run an outdoor heavy duty extension cord to it and plug it in, or unless okay. you happen to be close enough to an outlet. Or but like, like they, they said, it's not going it to keep closer. the entire surface. On a really cold day, the entire surface of the birdbath thawed out, but it'll keep that pocket maintained.
2: Which is important. birds need the water and the food, they just do. How much is that? That's
0: really cool.
3: It's 50 bucks, but it's a great investment.
2: Good to know. Yeah.
0: Especially if you just love to just be able to watch the birds on the outside. And especially when you have that snowy white background. Yeah. It's just wonderful entertainment. So yeah, I just might get that bird bath heater and de-icer.
1: And would you grab a couple of loppers and uh, some of oh, the cool? Th- oh wait, I have one tools. more thing about oh, the birds to talk yes. about.
3: One more bird stuff. <laughs> I, I love this packaging. And of course, the seed company is Mr. Bird.
0: But on the flaming package, hot feast, it has a squirrel with steam blowing out of his ears. Huh.
3: Well, this oh, is. These are seeds that are infused with hot pepper, so you see that red color. I think that's kind of enhanced, just showing showing off the flaming hot aspect. Uh, birds are impervious to to the heat, really? as other mammals are, like we are. So.
0: We are not impervious. To we no,
3: hope we're, that. We're susceptible. We are susceptible. Mm-hmm. So,
2: so don't be
0: in those
1: birds or so the squirrels. Okay. And so, the squirrels
3: So too. supposedly this is going to keep the squirrels from eating this particular brand of food.
2: That's neat. I I put money on the squirrels myself.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> They're pretty yeah. clever. <laughs> I was intrigued by the packaging.
2: Indeed. So we'll
3: have to try it.
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. You Mr. try Berg. it, Mikey.
3: I'm not trying. to get it work. Flaming hot feast, <laughs> Mr. Bird. Okay, what else? You got I got hope there. it does.
1: Some tools. We got tools.
3: He wants to
2: talk about the tools.
3: I know. I know. He's he's Mr. Tool. This is a multi-purpose utility knife.
2: Mm-hmm. Kind of
0: scary. So, <laughs> <look> this <laughs> I mean, this is
3: the coolest thing. That's I what use you mean, this business all the time.
0: All
1: yeah. the time. You All the time. Do you? Yeah. 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 You can plant with it. You can weed with it you yep. can clean out debris with it. So yep.
0: it, it's kind of like a big knife. It's serrated mm-hmm. on one edge. It's uh, just like a nice clean blade on the other edge. And then it has this weird fork on the tip. And and what is this for?
3: Oh, it's for weeding. Well, you could certainly. And,
2: oh, oh.
3: Sometimes down. I use it when I want to open my, my soil or mulch bags. You just jam it in there oh, and okay. slice it open.
2: Well, oh, okay.
3: Yeah. Cool. Nice. Well you, well, you don't have to have a bunch of different tools.
2: Multi-purpose. Multi-purpose. Yeah,
3: it's a great digger.
1: Good. I mean, if I, you, I plant
3: tulips with that.
1: Yeah. yeah, if you buy uh, really? any plant the roots are encircling in the container when you pull it out, you need to oh, loosen them up idea. a little bit. Yeah. It'd be great for that, too. Yep, the serrated edge. You can oh. use it for oh. just about yeah. anything. Absolutely. The Marianne's yeah. got a back scratcher. Isn't that cool? <laughs> it does look like it. a bag scratcher.
3: That was me
2: scratching
1: it's a, it's my head. It's a tiny little, <laughs> little hand rake. A little hand rake. It's
3: a hand rake.
2: I, I, have, I don't have that particular one, but I do have a hand rake that I love. Oh. You have evergreens that the, the uh, leaves blow under? You yes. just try sticking a big rake in there and raking it out. Right. Nope.
3: Or This is perfect. It's perfect. I could have used this this morning digging the leaves <laughs> out of my porch pots. this this is great because you know a lot of you know how deciduous shrubs get get leaves packed all down inside and in evergreens you stick your hand in there and try to pull and pull and pull this can reach right in there and help you pull them out I absolutely want this for Christmas so and just then at let, Halloween, just let you, know. you just can put it Just leave it out, John. Sleeve. Just
1: leave it out here on the table. FYI,
0: <laughs> 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 Halloween, you can play Freddy Krueger by putting it up your sleeve.
2: Yeah, you
1: could.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> now I'm also thinking, like uh, when I'm working on planting in a garden bed, that that would help just kind of turn up the so- loosen up the soil just a little bit, or would that not be eh, not eh, probably not your kind first
1: of a choice. thinner metal. We've got some other hand tools that would be better for that.
3: And certainly, okay. if you're if you're mulching and you want to. Keep that that heavy layer away from the bottom of the trunks of the stems. Perfect. Oh, be, great so, for that. That so would be good. For keep that. that light layer, and then pull it out. Yeah.
2: Yep, absolutely perfect. Nice. Okay. Ta da! The next one. This is intriguing. This is a ratcheted.
1: It's a mini lopper. Loppers. Basically, mini lopper.
2: ratcheted lopper. That's what I. That's what I said. ratcheted lopper. Oh, and that ratchet yeah.
3: helps you helps you with the strength of pulling it. Oh, okay. You don't have to squeeze it as hard.
1: It's lightweight. Yep. It won't it's wear okay. you out. And it's it's one it's, of the shortest loppers I've ever seen. It, and the whole idea is you can get up and close in, you don't have yeah. the extra handle. Oh. And if your eyes aren't quite what they used to be, Look you can get a little bit closer to your work.
2: Choice. Or your strength isn't like what it used to be. The ratchet helps. That,
0: I think yeah. that's
1: And the, and the fact yeah. that it's a lopper versus a hand pruner. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you yeah. can cut things that you just couldn't cut with a pruner. You can for cut sure. larger stems. Without
0: having to get out the long-handled yeah. pruners. The heavy oh. long-handed pruners. It's true. <laughs> Seriously, they are. This is true.
1: Yeah, no, so, yeah. those are pretty cool.
3: That that This those company nice. is just... I I like it a lot.
2: So, okay. N- not that tools aren't just like fascinating to talk about. I love this jade plant.
3: Yeah, isn't that cool? That's
2: jade. This one.
3: Huge yeah. leaves. Yeah. Really. Big waxy leaves.
0: I would never have guessed that. Just I guess I never really thought ab- about what jade would be.
3: Well, what's because nice about this is you can just grab it and go right. You know, I want to get somebody a gift, you know, a plan, a first-time person or whatever. Then you just don't have to think about, oh, now i got to buy a pot to put it in. It's all ready. Just pick it up and take it.
2: So and a very attractive big uh, ceramic th- pot. thick yes.
0: leaves like that I'm thinking. Uh, succulent?
2: Yeah. Jade uh-huh. plants are really easy. They're very popular. But these are just beautiful and ready to go. I mean, you just put uh-huh. a bow on it and there it is.
3: What else is looking
1: at you?
2: Do you know what that is? Uh, Dracaena? No. No. Dr- Dr-
1: <laughs> no. Uh, Sansevarian?
0: Sansevaria? Yeah. <laughs> Stradivarius?
2: I'm not going to ask you to sell <laughs> it. <That's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a snake plant. <laughs> a snake plant. Sansevaria, yes. It's a much
1: yeah. stronger variegation than yeah. almost any other variety.
2: I just can hardly believe how much cream there is in this plant. they so many different.
1: <laughs> Which cultivar uh, is that one?
2: This is called mini succulent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, a very generic name, <laughs> <laughs> but certainly one of the coolest kinds of I've ever seen. Yeah, for it's, sure.
3: It's uh, sometimes they call those uh, bird nest types or, or. They just kind of open up. And yeah, because they're more out. flat instead of. But of, of it's, upright.
2: It's in this seriously cute little uh, terracotta pot. So it's, what, it's the a smaller, pot, the smaller
0: yeah. plants that just catch your heart. Yeah, you these tiny little things, and you could group it with other things. I'm What's well, a nice
3: little little pickup hostess gifter. or, or like that's that. a great first time plant person.
2: Oh gosh, because mm-hmm. yeah,
3: because they thrive on neglect basically.
2: <laughs> so they do real well at my house. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and that's sansevieria.
2: Yes. Okay. But we have a whole group of succulents and this in that little terracotta pot just the selection is just beautiful see them all together all the variations in color and textures really neat I'll
0: really neat that that's wonderful yeah this is plant experts live at prairie gardens you can join us by phone at 217-356-9397 or text 351-5357 why before we leave from the too far from the orchids. I was taking photos of the orchids because they were beautiful and full of so much color. And they were right next to the calancho that you guys got in. Oh,
1: yes. Those crazy things.
0: Talk about thriving on neglect.
1: (laughs) Because I know, I've sure done that. (laughs) So we saw a lot of calanchos. Uh If you wanted to get, and the flowers last for a long, long time. Yes, they do. But if you guys wanted to get a calancho to... Rebloom any tips
2: like she just said uh kind of ignore it oh that's my tip i I, I swear by that because
0: yeah. they normal uh, I mean they're blooming right now yeah they're also they they bloom around Valentine's Day right or do they no. continue to bloom
1: they don't have a season
0: those are probably oh okay
2: they well, just that rest your right? house They just rest and go back at it again yeah they're just amazing
3: I think I think by uh Once the blooms are are dissipated, uh, if you remove them, as we call deadheading, I think that encourages the plant for its rest period and then to have a new resurge of growth.
0: Yep. In how how long of a rest period would you say?
2: Whatever it wants. Four
0: six weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think typically at least that at (laughs) least that long. Yeah. Okay, so but what is it that prompts that I mean is there any kind of like light amount
2: uh, Tamara, honestly, I've never noticed that there's anything that triggers bud initiation, like light like, like Christmas cactus and things like that, but I have some that I've put into my potting shed, which has so little light in it, and the silly things are budding like crazy, really yeah.
0: And they come in so many bright, oh, beautiful colors. That you have the bright yellow Calancho, the pink,
2: that the, orange, oh, the red, red, white. Yeah. Oh my oh, gosh! Yes. On and on and on. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. So, definitely check out the Calancho when you're here. And, the, and yeah, again, it's just so easy to take care of. Let's go to the phones now at three five six nine three nine seven and talk to Lynn, who's calling in from Champagne. Hey, good morning, Lynn.
4: Good morning. Uh, I've been wanting to call you guys for so long, and it's about tools. Um, you guys are went off of it, but I have a lot of digging to do. I mean, heavy-duty digging. And the spades that you buy, like at Lowe's or wherever, are just not tough enough. Where do people like you get uh, industrial-strength spades
0: They're looking at each other. Silence. Each other? What, what, what all do you want to dig? What, what are you, what are you what? trying to accomplish?
1: Are, do you have a specific uh, project in mind or just in general for gardening?
4: Well, I have a lot of volunteers that I have to dig out. Oh, yes. And, um, you know, one minute uh, the soil, which is wonderful out here, is um, perfect. And the next minute it's hard as a rock. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I've had uh, one, I don't know what happened to it, that could chop roots, too. So I was just wondering if um, there was a special place to get that kind of um, spade uh, or, uh, you know, tougher well, one.
1: I, I honestly have had good luck with the spades that we sell. Um, okay. I've I've tried some heavier ones over the years. And the problem with the heavier one is it's just that. It's heavier, yeah. And Mm -hmm. if you're using it for hours and hours, it sounds silly, but you get more worn out than if it's um, sturdy but a little bit lighter weight. So I think just having it be heavy alone isn't the answer. Uh, I think ideally it would be pretty sharp. uh, So you can cut through some of the roots and the crowns and things like that. And usually when you get them, they're pretty sharp. Uh, You can take a file and and sharpen the tip um, after use if you want to put a little bit more of an edge to it. Hmm. Um, Okay. And I think as much as anything, I always just look for a collar that comes up off the uh, digging end of the portion of the spade that comes up on the shaft. And whether it's fiberglass or whether it's hardwood, um, I've had good luck with either one if it's a composite. But you want some portion of steel up inside that. Yes handle and i think that's the saving grace and then if you
2: uh-huh.
1: don't leave it outdoors uh any more <laughs> than you have to so when you're done with the project if you can put it back in a dry space that only prolongs the life of the space. instead
2: of sticking it in the ground and leaving it uh-huh. there all winter mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yeah tucking yeah. it under an eve yeah, lynn <laughs> i i think well.
2: i i actually agree with steve i don't know why but um i've had i've had a friend that recommended this this it's a straight spade, so you know it's not rounded on the end. It's straight across, right? And and it was right. sharp, but it was it was mail order and it was heavy and yeah, it did the job. But Steve is right; it was just wore me out just lugging it around, let alone using it. But I think the real key is 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 sharpening your tools correctly, any tool, but a, a shovel especially, especially when you want to
1: cut. Okay, uh, yeah. and when yeah. it comes to the spades, I've had some that have had a thin. Uh, place where you put your foot and I and yeah. Um, yeah I've had some that have more of a step design yeah. probably one that's a little bit wider or thicker or a step design I find it be a little bit a little better easier if you're wearing heavy boots it may not matter so much but if you're wearing tennis shoes or more mm-hmm. casual shoes I think a wider platform is a little bit better for you too and I think I, the other thing I'd avoided having a real tall digging portion too yeah. because again it sounds silly but you're lifting your leg up Another six inches taller or four inches taller than yes. you would on another one. So, if you're doing that repetitive motion for hours and hours, um, that's a consideration as well. That's yeah.
0: interesting because I would okay. think the taller ones would be better because they would hold
3: more dirt and make it, the job go more quickly. I think quickly. it throws
1: you off balance a little bit more and you okay. can't get quite the leverage down on it to, to force the spade down on the ground. It's
3: harder to get an insert into the ground. And I think, and I agree, certainly keeping it sharp and As far as if the ground is super hard uh, I might suggest you know soaking the area down getting it wet you know a day or two before you're gonna work that way it's a little bit softer yeah and easier to insert
4: yeah I well I try to work especially with that stuff after a rain well not right after depending on how much rain so well I have looked at prairie gardens I'm gonna have to look closer (laughs) I guess
1: and I think um, some it, it just depends upon the environment. I, like if I'm digging in the pasture area, I can get through that coarse turf better with a digging fork initially than I can with uh, a spade. So because uh-huh. I have less surface area that I'm competing with, yeah. um, and I can loosen it up more quickly on the surface with that, and then I can come back with a spade or a shovel and dig it down deeper once I get past that root zone. So I think... Even okay. a combination of a couple tools can be your friend, and trial and error is going to help you out. Yeah, one one thing. Right. Well, I'm not as one,
4: young as I used to be. So <laughs> <I> <laughs> None of us are, honey. <laughs> no, nobody
3: is. <laughs> yeah. So one of my, one of my favorite oh. tools is is a is a matic, uh, m a t t o c k, it's a it's like a pick on one end, and then the other end has a blade that's about four inches wide. Ooh. And for a really tough. Hard surfaces, I use that first to get down in, oh, sure. and then I can go back in with the, uh, my spade or, huh. or shovel.
2: We find ways to work around the issues, don't I, we? I and mean, <laughs>
3: when
1: you do that, you're not.
2: Yeah.
4: Well, I actually, I actually have one of those. So, oh, cool! Uh, and it was hid, it was hidden somewhere, and I, I got it in my bucket. And I've been using it. So all right, you sound oh, like anyway. a woman after John's heart. There,
1: <laughs> a medic and a yeah. bucket—all of the same sentence. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah,
3: <laughs> that's great. So that's
4: great. all right. Well, thank you guys. That's been very helpful, and it's been a long time. I've really, I really—I always m- am making breakfast, or miss the phone number. But today, I was on, on top of it. So, Yay. Aww. Good to talk to you, talk you Lynn. You Merry Christmas. Good luck.
0: You brought up some great ideas, too, as well as them. Um, yeah. just – It's interesting to talk about tools, especially with somebody who understands the problems that come with them and having the wrong tools. Yes. Well, I've right. also bro- – we've also broke spades. You know, oh, yeah. As, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Been there, done
4: mm-hmm. that. Yeah, there's all kinds of things you can do. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I think we had have- – we had a really good one that somehow got thrown in the back of a gator and uh, <sighs> limbs or something got thrown on top of it and uh it went into the fire pit so
2: oh <laughs> bummer
0: oh I know I know so okay thanks guys hey, Lyn calling. Calling. Thanks. thanks so much for calling in Merry Christmas Merry Christmas to you too bye bye thank you dear bye bye. Three five six, nine three, nine seven is our phone number, or you can text three five one, five, three, five, seven for plant experts,
3: isn't that great when you talk about things like that, you get all these visions in your head about oh, yeah. about your experiences, well, <laughs> that you've done the same thing oh, yeah, and, and or <laughs> I just envision her out there with that, just working at it, mm-hmm. yeah
0: it, well, even just her mentioning volunteers pops into my head, oh yeah. I've got two I have to deal with that were just only
2: two. They're two. Well,
0: yeah, I, I like to pretend that I got the other ones early enough, but gotcha. boy, these two just really took root and they're nice and thick and it's nice. <laughs> yeah,
2: spray paint them. That'd be lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Avoid the issues. By Jove, <laughs> that's it.
0: <laughs> I'll spray paint them.
1: <laughs> so, anything in the garden, folks, besides? Uh, Clean up, P- clean up, and planting if you could. And
2: well, I just had a bunch of uh, trees, evergreens moved that were obviously in the wrong place. What was I thinking? And mulching like crazy. Now's a great time to mulch, Absolutely. fertilize, fertilizing evergreens that I didn't move, and yeah, just lots of stuff to do in the yard.
3: Yeah, making sure that uh, things newly planted are watered and hydrated properly. Oh, for sure and uh, if you haven't uh if you're a fan of using the the systemic uh, insecticide for your trees and shrubs it's still a good time to put it on
2: yep it definitely is that
1: oh basically anything that you could get ahead of next year and get done now yeah over the course of the next month or so until it gets frozen
2: absolutely right
1: i always
0: forget that yeah because you think oh i'll just do it in the spring and right yet (laughs) <laughs> Spring comes and it's always wet and rainy. Yeah,
2: yeah. I know we're going to have some kind of mild temperatures for the, at least another week, but you know it's okay. really the time to start thinking about winterizing things, like taking hoses off of the faucets to the house. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of new uh, fountains that are lighted and uh, just really great. Jealous fountains, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, get those emptied and get like something over them to keep the okay, freeze thaw cycle at a minimum.
0: Let's go back to the phone lines because Sherry is calling in from Savoy. So let's Hi, pull her up morning. on the line. Hey, good morning, Sherry. Hi, Thanks Sherry. for calling in.
5: Hi. Um, well, I have two things, and I'll ask the first one so I don't forget it. When you're <laughs> talking about the um, systemic insecticides, okay, I never think to put on something on my roses in advance to prevent, um, oh, what are they called? You know what I mean. The, the thing that Japanese eat beetles. Up Stephanie's beetles, right? Yeah. So when I call, it's always after the fact, and I'm trying to backpedal to get. So, is this the time to put something in the ground by my rose bushes? I don't have a couple. To to, uh, is that what you're talking about when you talk about systemic insecticides?
1: Oh. What was your question, Sherry? We we didn't we forgot. Oh,
0: well, I'm sorry. No, I'm just I'm just kidding
1: you. I'm just trying to test you to see if you can remember again. Oh, you, oh so man. Good. Oh my gosh.
3: Okay.
2: we look at him for you, for you honey. <laughs> Don't worry. You're you're good. You're on it. Well,
1: what do you think, John and Marianne?
2: I I think that uh, a systemic insecticide is a great thing to use on on most shrubs. Um, I wouldn't, I I for lack of a better term, I wouldn't bother. With a rose, because roses grow so fast, they they grow out of the um, using or taking up that that systemic. But there are persistent insecticides that you can use as a uh, Bio Advance three-in-one. Yeah, it's there's great. there's one
3: that you can apply uh, once the once the plant is growing actively in the spring. Uh, there's one that is a 30-day protection that you would want to apply then. Mm-hmm and every 30 days.
1: So you okay. you could do them this time of year but personally if it's something like a rose I would wait and do it early next spring because the plant's probably small enough. You could apply it to the soil and that would translocate up throughout the entire plant um, okay. and that awesome. that way you wouldn't it wouldn't wear out in time. Okay. You know if it's a larger plant if it's a small tree a really, really large shrub, 10, 12 feet tall. Uh, if it's a larger tree, I would certainly apply it in the fall to give it an opportunity yeah, to, a great time to get where it needs to go. And okay. then we'll have uh, the conventional one that we've been selling the last however many years from SBM or whatever they're called these days. It used to be called bear. Um, and mm-hmm. it's got a neonic in it. And neonics are very effective. They've They've had a lot of discernment in terms of people saying, hey, it's bad for pollinators, it's this, it's that, or whatever. But that is still available, but then they also have a new formula for 2022 that doesn't have a neonic in it. So we'll have both options out there.
5: Okay, now my next question. I hope you can help me as much as you just have. (laughs) <laughs> um, it is a tradition for me to give a particular family member paper rights. I've done it for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave them the bowl in the beginning, which I got a pack of just to, you know, and then the marbles to put in it or rocks. But this year I waited a little too long, and I went to Wentbury Gardens, and they don't have any left, and they're no. not going to get any more. No. I have called every box store, every florist, yeah. every nursery. Yeah. Yep. Do you have any suggestions? It's really bothering me that I, I'm big on tradition and I really do it this year.
1: I would take a trip to either Turkey or Israel, oh, geez. and That's go right to plan. the fields where they're growing. Hey,
2: okay. I'm so. That sounds curious, like a plan.
0: Though. and oh. okay, how about this? If she, if she can't go to Israel. <laughs> Would there be a silk stem that might take the place temporarily? Uh, yeah,
1: it's not yeah, quite the same. It's not the same. Uh, know, uh, it's, it's a shortage, it's as you can complex. tell, not just here in central Illinois. It's a shortage across the country, um, maybe across the world, but I can't speak for that. Uh, but I don't know if there was not as many numbers out there in the past. Uh, typically, we've been able to reorder. At least through December, pretty reliably, but this year it is just sold out everywhere, and we started to have a problem. Unfortunately, probably thirty days ago, or even maybe a little bit more, forty days ago, and uh, just could not get any back stock in place. It's too bad. So I'm sorry. Yeah, it's we've we've tried everywhere.
2: We do have a couple of uh, pots. Of paper whites, there. I think there are three bulbs in a pot.
1: They're already growing.
2: Yeah, already growing. Oh, yeah,
5: no, no. Yeah, it has to do with the whole thing of the bulb, and then the, you know. Right.
2: Oh,
1: makes so. sense. Yep.
5: Yeah. Well, um, and anyhow, thanks for the information. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Have a
0: great day. Oh, thanks, thanks for Sherry. calling. Uh huh. Thanks Bye-bye. for calling in. Merry Christmas. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number or you can text three five one five three five seven for Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. And we do have a text. It asks, is it normal to have to adjust mulch after rains or am I doing something wrong? <laughs> so after after rains, do you do you kinda have to balance things out and even them out?
1: I think only on a slope or wherever there's water rushing off um, yeah or if you have high high winds and water maybe a little bit but by and large no
2: that's why i like or i prefer hardwood mulch because it stays in place better because it's heavier except that then you have to lift the bag which is heavier but it i i don't usually have any problem with that
3: the the only thing that comes to mind is what steve just mentioned that sometimes you might have an area where there's water that that runs or pools uh, that you might it might dissipate and and move around right. but um, and maybe uh, if it's just freshly dug and you have a high wind area perhaps perhaps the wind might blow it some but And I think if
1: you put it on thick enough, heavy enough to begin with, you're less apt to notice some of those problems. If you do maybe too thin of a coating where it's not really getting the entire benefit of what it can do for you in terms of insulating the ground and keeping it warmer and keeping the root weeds out and holding the moisture in and just moderating the temperatures. But if you put it on thick enough, two inches to preferably three or four or five inches thick, then I just don't think you have as many of those problems unless you have a downspout that washes it away or, yes, or it's a steeper slope thinking, or, or something a, like that. A
0: gutter is filled with leaves at one particular spot, and so it's overflowing.
1: Yeah, which mean, is obviously causing spots. some other problems, too. So, yeah. but, but, you I think
2: know, if you have that problem where you need to readjust it, that's where this little handrake comes in really handy. Oh, I'll bet. Wouldn't that be nice for that? Yes. If you have to readjust your mulch. Readjust your mulch.
1: There's I, a phrase. And I don't know about you guys, but after I spread it, if I could take a few extra minutes and use the back end of a bow rake and just tamp it down yeah. lightly yep. and then just help it start that process of compacting and nestling in together, then I think you're, again, are less apt to uh, have some of the, it's shifting in the wind or the rain.
2: Just so smooth it out as best you can. Mm-hmm. I, I water my mulch right after I apply it so it, it settles really? in. Yeah, it settles in a little better.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. I don't know if it is, but it seems to work. It's always worth it to listen to the plant experts. Yeah.
3: And if it's, uh, uh, I have like a, slope, a little bit of a sloped area that I'll sometimes even just use my boots and compact it a little bit.
2: Okay. okay. These
0: boots are made for walking. And stomping down my mulch. Hey, <laughs> whatever works.
1: You guys are weird.
0: Oh, <laughs>
2: you're s- telling us that?
0: No. All right. I want to go back to these plants that um, because there are plants? a few that we haven't yet touched upon that John brought to the table
2: this one maybe yes isn't that cool that one definitely that is a cool plant
0: it, I, tell me what it is
3: Norfolk Island pine oh
0: it is okay
3: yep. And it's gosh
0: the needles are actually so soft. a
3: tropical plant so it has to be indoors. A lot of people question, can I plant this outside? And the answer is from, no. You from can,
0: from but it Virginia, Virginia,
2: won't live through the winter. That's, that's right.
3: That's right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Norfolk Island Pine. Make great Island little Island. Christmas trees. This one's only about 10 inches tall. Oh, uh, but what a great uh, grab-and-go gift. Yeah, yeah, I think that's is. neat. I just put had a customer ornaments the
3: on other it. day that, that was decorating it. And they bought some little battery lights to put on it. It was pretty cool.
0: That would be adorable. Um, and then I, I'm interested in that it's like little trunks coming out of not like one big trunk coming out of the center
2: correct okay so just they've just put more than one uh cutting in it but but then uh,
0: you know how how large would it get a norfolk pine if you could what like play the in and out game in the summertime you or? ever
2: been to the norfolk islands you know, I was going to go last week, but...
0: I'd say
1: 60 or 80 <laughs> it didn't feet didn't work out with my schedule. Easily 60
2: or 80 <laughs> feet tall in its natural environment. Oh, huge, huge trees. Okay. Easy. Yeah. But I have, I've had them get 8 or 9 feet tall.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I've had customers call. Uh, I've had this for 25 years, and it's touching my ceiling and growing sideways and what do a, I do with it? It's a 16-foot it, ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> that's serious.
0: <Thank> you. <laughs> yeah. Have fun climbing up there to trim the tree at the but top. You, you know guess. what,
2: though? It, it, if you have cats, it's, great. it's a great Christmas tree because you know it's not going to fall over. Cats climbing a Christmas tree, it'll probably fall over. Oh, okay.
0: So, <laughs> and these wouldn't. That's a Well, if you've idea. got it in a big enough pot. <laughs> That's great. Well, it's it's just beautiful. And so tips for carrying really nice <coughs> for right those?
1: Um, bright indirect light yep. yep, would be good. Okay, Keep it away from a heat register vent, you know, so you don't have a, a warm draft blowing on it or consequently a cool draft in the summer if the air conditioning's on. Uh, as far as watering, medium evenly level. Evenly moist, yeah. Evenly yeah. moist, so water it super, super well and then just slightly dry to the touch in between. Yep. Watering. So put your finger in the soil, and if it feels a little bit cool and somewhat dry, it's time to water again. Yep. They're really cool. Any water that collects in the saucer, drain it out, so it's not standing in water. But they're easy, 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 really. Yes,
0: they are. I love the texture.
1: Yep. Pretty cool. Kind
0: of frilly. Yes. Yes. Just kind of run your hands over the.
2: So just the opposite texture. (laughs) I love this one.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the one that grabs me the most there.
2: Isn't that gorgeous? That's a fern.
0: Really? I wouldn't have guessed that.
1: Bird nest fern.
0: A bird nest fern.
1: That's a category that's gotten a little attention the last few years from breeders. I mean, there, there's always been bird's nest ferns since we became interested in plants uh, <clears throat> a few decades ago. Mm-hmm. and uh, But there's different varieties that are out there now where the texture's just a little bit different, the you leaves know. a little bit more curly or crinkly edge
0: it is okay because it i would it almost like it doesn't need watered (laughs) but it's supposed to look like that with little frilly edges and stuff
2: yeah the and there it isn't like a lot of ferns that have a stem with a lot of leaves on the stem this is just one fat leaf Mm hmm so
0: you're not going to shake and mom, it and get a
1: whole bunch of little. No, no this is not, not a mess. You mess this on the is bottom. The and its humidity requirements. It, it does like to be uh, kept moist and mm-hmm. and have a higher humidity level. But it's not as delicate as a Boston fern or some other type of ferns would be inside the home. And so
2: what kind of a light level does it want? Uh,
0: you may have already said. Anywhere it. from
1: bright indirect light to medium would okay. be good.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice. That is beautiful. And then I noticed you also have a couple of, uh, like, combination containers. Yeah, with, uh, little are gardens. They, are they succulents or cactus? Or? Well,
3: we have one that's cacti, yes, in a little terracotta container. Oh, you got that? Got it. Okay. <laughs> I think kids love those.
0: Oh, my gosh, yes. That's neat. And, yeah, you have, what, two or three different cactus in here cacti yep. and then the the red pebble around it to pack it in that's that's darling
1: then the other one the larger one with the different succulents in there whether marianne seven different eight different plants in there at least
2: probably eight yeah yeah eight okay. different succulents. it's a little
1: landscape right there
2: talk about texture and color Form shapes yes isn't it just fabulous it really is look at this little it's gold just
0: keep thing around. over here
2: isn't that <gasps> isn't that beautiful that,
0: that is beautiful. what a lovely
2: contrast to everything around but,
0: it well and and what is this here the little edge of area so clean and and has, has little, little red purple. centers to it yeah
2: This really tall looks like a, a cigar with uh spikes
0: that's yep. a very thin cucumber
2: a cucumber. That's
3: wow. a
1: good.
2: That's a good term too. Or Better a, than cigar. Or a green carrot. Sticking
0: Great up. thing
3: about succulents. Uh, again, easy care. The, yes, they are. What's the, What's the most common thing that happens? You overwater plants. These you do not want to overwater. For sure. For sure, because they have that fleshy, the fleshy leaves. See how different they are, and they really don't have a large root system. Their the sh- root systems are shallow. So that way you can get away with, you know, not a deep container, because the more soil mass, the more water it's going to hold and retain. Oh, so.
0: I didn't even think about that, to have a smaller container. This is, I i just love this container. That's fabulous.
2: Well, we've got a whole lot of them, and they just look fabulous. Linda did a great job of putting them together. Oh, Linda did those. Yeah.
0: That's why they look so nice.
2: Okay. So what we have just a couple of minutes left
0: yeah minute just so again
1: so. All, all the great gift ideas besides the gift cards at PG and you can get them for any dollar amount that you want but whether it's some of the toys over here and again we just had a text uh last night about some really satisfied customers at the Springfield location that were shopping the toy department and it was a young mom that had four children all under the age of 7 and they were just going nuts in the department so Joe's picked out some Really, really cool things.
2: How could you not find something? Yeah, I mean the stuff that's
1: two ninety nine, three ninety nine, on up to about twenty bucks, and everything in between. So lots of cool, unique things there that you just aren't going to find at the box stores.
0: Christmas trees, how you Uh, doing on uh, live ones? We have the
1: best selection by far in the area. We were able to get a few hundred extras this year, despite the shortage that everybody's talking about. So we've got some really nice balsams for forty nine bucks that are eight feet tall. Yep. we've got some nice Frazers still, too. Yes, so, we a absolutely Good selection.
0: Yay. Poinsettias, Christmas cacti, and all sorts of fabulous things you'll find out here at Prairie Gardens where this has been. Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Thanks, you guys. Thank yeah. you.
1: Thanks. You know, Merry Christmas.
0: Thank you. Well, Merry Christmas to you all, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Uh, big thanks to our executive producer, Dave Leak, for... Try that again. Marianne Metz, Steve Brown, John Carver, I'm Tamara McDaniel. Thank you so much for listening, and we certainly hope you have a wonderful weekend.